It is absolutely right that we show gratitude in this time of pandemic to all those who are working so hard to alleviate the sufferings of those who are ill. Primarily, we're thinking, of course, of our health workers, people who have shown great courage and put themselves in danger in order to care for the sick. And because of their dedication, many lives, no doubt, have been saved because we celebrate and rejoice with one of the very best care systems in the world. So we're right to give thanks. And to all those others who, in this difficult time of exceptional behavior and needs, have been tending to our needs and keeping supply lines open and providing emergency services. It's right that we thank them. But I don't think we can stop there, can we? In that responsorial psalm, the response was very clear. Here I am, Lord, I've come to do your will. Might we dare to imagine what God's will is in this time? What might he be prompting us to do and to say and to be thinking about? Because it's clear, isn't it, that when we emerge from this pandemic, we just can't go back to what we've been doing before. No, we've got to face the world as it will be, changed. And I think we're being prompted to think globally about so many things. Pope Francis is very clear about this. I think it's one of the central, central qualities of what he teaches, is that everything is connected, that you can't see anything in isolation and say, there's a problem, we'll solve it. No, it's connected to so many other things. He's done wonderful things in prompting us to think globally about environment, which is the care for our brothers and sisters in our common home. And I believe in this pandemic, he's asking us to think globally about health and well-being and the care we have for one another, connected with our environment, but connected also with so many other global issues. We have a global problem of human trafficking. We have a global problem of modern slavery. We have a global problem of migration and refugees. And in these recent days, we've seen we still have a global problem when it comes to racism. That we have still not been able to accord people dignity for being who they are, regardless of their creed, their ethnicity, or their color. All these are problems that we need to face, and we will do so much more effectively if we do that globally. If we emerge from this pandemic thinking about the world in which we live and what we can do to make it a better place for all of us to thrive and have well-being. So let's turn this pandemic around. Yes, it's causing us so much distress. And we remember particularly the family and friends of those who have died in this very difficult time of bereavement. But let's turn it around so that we emerge with that global vision of all that we can be, of the resources that we have. And we've seen so much good work being done in exceptional circumstances by the volunteering that we see around us, by that care and compassion that people are showing to one another. Yes, we can build on that. And the Catholic Church has made a very big impact on our world in terms of health and well-being. 
There are over 5,000 hospitals around the world founded by the church. There are 16,000 clinics around the world founded and funded by the church. There are 16,300 care homes where people are cared for who are chronically sick and elderly. So much good work, but still more to be done. Can we knit those things together? Can we connect those problems and difficulties and face them with our own goodwill and initiative? I believe that we can emerge from this with new priorities and with that strength of serving one another, that service which we celebrate today in the life and the ministry, the death and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, the eternal high priest who continues to serve us so that we may serve one another.